Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good evening, Matthew. Hello. Hello. And welcome to this week's episode of Gamers 2 Podcast. Brought to you by Max, the do-it-all cat. The one and only. Duramax, they call him. Ooh. Trademark. No, I can't trade it. <laughs> infringement, maybe. Definitely um, copyright. Um, yeah, it's November. November what is... What is today? November 2nd. It's a Saturday. Crappy work hours. That's all right. Makes it work for us. We can do it. Um, yeah, so yeah. Gamers 2 Podcast. November 2nd. Week of. Let's do it. Let's do it. What have you been up to in the last seven and or eight days? Uh, eight days. Seven days. We did Saturday. The nor- seven days. Yeah, yeah. The normal regiment. So the animes that I've been watching, which I think there's only one now that's still ongoing, uh, the baseball one. Hmm. Okay. It's it's I've been I put it off, so it comes out on Tuesdays. But I always put off watching it because I'm like, I this is gonna be the episode where the situation crashes and burns, which I'm not looking forward to. Because you can't just keep going up, you know what I mean? Right. Gonna eventually, there's going to be there's, there's going to be, be complications. Down. Right, I'm not looking forward to that. <clears throat> uh, rewashing a Gundam, it's not it's not important. It's my it's my when I wash dishes, it's playing up on the windowsill to distract me. Uh, playing Quarter Two still. I'm at the very end. I was getting pissed today because the game is clearly longer at portions. Here's the issue. All right, it's here it, we go. It's been so long since I've played the game and now I'm playing the restored content. I don't know if the game is longer than I recall or if I'm playing content that has been restored. So like clearly there's parts that I know is restored content. The HK Droid Factory restored content. Fucking whatever the new planet's called, M478 or whatever, M47B whatever. Not in the original game. But at the end now, I feel like there's parts that I don't recall, but I'm not sure. So like I'm like, all right, I'll be done. I'll get I'll get done with it before I do the podcast. Nope. Still at the very end. <laughs> so there's <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's happening. I'll be done with it by I don't know, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, we'll see. Um that's it. I I have 
the Outer Worlds on deck. That's downloaded, installed, ready to go. I am I am looking forward to hearing about that one. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of good things. I know. That's me too. It's kind of strange. Um, what else was there? Oh, yeah. I downloaded Battlefield 5. Also, not quite on deck. Just haven't quite logged into it yet. But it's there. Since we were speaking last week of shooter cravings. Um, that's it, I think. Yeah, that's it. Formula One happened this weekend. You got the U.S. Grand Prix happening in Texas. Texas. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. How about you? I mean, currently I'm going to stop trying to troubleshoot why my lights are off. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't change the hue on LED strip lights because, you know, fuck it. Why not, right? Some It's probably just some wonky bug. It's it's probably some weird-ass shit that I just don't care to troubleshoot, so I'm going to have to figure it out after this podcast. Anyway, uh, it's been, been a lot of the normal, a lot of the normal. You know, I played a little bit of the show, playing some of the FIFA, playing some of the Battlefield because uh, the Pacific update came out. So I've been shooting some people in that. It's been a fun time. It it's still super pretty. Uh yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, it, it it's been a good time. It's definitely I went back and I was doing good. I was feeling <laughs> good, you know. Keeping roughly a three to one KD ratio. And then I got Call of Duty. So I've been playing a little bit of Call of Duty. Yeah. And I immediately remembered that I have to readjust to how to play shooters because a lot of the stuff I can play is kind of like slow is slower air quotes methodical. Yeah, more more tactical perhaps. Yeah, I get I get a second to think. Call of Duty doesn't afford me that second. So I got to move quickly. And it's it's taken the there's definite downsides a lot, but then it's I I'll get there. I just got to kind of get in that headspace and keep going. It's definitely one I can't roll out of bed and start with. Yeah. I'm not I'm not that man anymore. I used to be able to do it. Long time ago. Can't do it anymore. Um I feel like Call of Duty requires more muscle memory. Yep. Yeah, probably. I also need to know the maps and there's you know stuff like that. Like I've I've learned a couple spots in some of the maps. I'm like, all right, I can manage these areas, but it's it's a thing. Another gorgeous game. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. Uh, Playing the WoW, which I'm sure we'll talk about mm-hmm. when lots it comes of, up. Lots of WoW talk, I am, sure. uh I am two bars from 60 in Classic. And once that happens, I don't know what I'll do. Um, I, just, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess Raid and stuff. Uh, that's why I play the game is to get to the end game and raid, mm-hmm. but to raid with uh, after the rant that I went on last week about the state of the guild and things, uh, I had a chance to raid last night and I was just like, I'm not in the right, like I'm not in the right headspace to do this. Uh-huh. I'm not in the, I don't give a fuck headspace. That's where I need to be when I just don't care anymore about anything. They should be like, yeah, sure. Whatever. We died 30 times. Cool, man. 
I'm just going to keep stabbing. Woo. I just, I need to get there and then I'll be fine. Then I'll convince myself I can do it with that group of people. Until I'm there, I don't know that I should step foot in there. And if I do, I just need to keep my mic muted for fear of saying the bad stuffs. Uh, oh, God. Uh, playing the Borderlands. They're bloody harvest. They're spooktacular. Skulls everywhere. Descend into the depth of heck. You go kill... Heck. Yes, they In- call it heck. Interesting. Uh, it's a fun time. It's a neat little thing. Gives a little bit more to do. Uh, I'm still flying around on my main trying to go through the second time that you have to go through the story to beat it or whatever. I am I mean, I could probably finish it in a, a couple hours if I really wanted to because I'm powerful enough that I can just move and not mm-hmm. have to worry about anything. Um. Yeah, I think that's really been it. Uh, I did boot up Chernobylite. Early access, right? Yep. I did boot it up. Just to, I booted it up and played for about five minutes. Just wanted to kind of get a feel, mm-hmm. see, look around. It looks pretty. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might boot it up just for like a minute after when you're, mm. before you leave, just to show you. Like the first like scene they have you walking onto is you're walking, you're getting out of a, out of a Jeep in the forest Mm -hmm. and right as you come out of the forest you're near like the fencing around the reactor and stuff and the giant dome building is there and like all the stuff and it was like (laughs) ooh, all right cool yeah so it's just an interesting thing so i mean i didn't go anywhere near far enough that uh just constantly hitting new game for a while doesn't do me anything like yeah I I walked 500 feet. Mm-hmm. All right, new game. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna hurt me any. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I've dabbled in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Kodor has made me realize that like I just don't have time. So, yes, time has been a big thing where I'm like. I'm really looking forward to my my week off that I take in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, one because I, I I you know I spend it with family and stuff like that, and it's holidays and holidays and family means a lot of food, and it means like not that I'm on ever on a diet per se. I haven't been in a while like a true diet, yeah. uh, but I I do like watch what I eat kind of, mm-hmm. so I don't do what we were talking about before where I'm yeah. like. I just choose every day like oh what do I want to eat today because that will put me down a horrible path. It will not be a good time. You'll be medevacking me out of this house. <laughs> it won't be good. And, uh, but once I go on holiday, go on holiday. What is that? One of my European. <laughs> once I partake in a holiday event, Thanksgiving is a great one. I'm just, give me food. Yeah. No holes barred. You just right. shovel it in. I'll you, fist fight you go people. on a, I'll fist fight people for food on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You give me, the, put those mashed potatoes down. Those are mine. You know, so, yeah, you know, you just got you got to draw battle lines. This is my half of the dish. The rest <laughs> of you can fight over the other part of it. I'm taking half. Certain dishes are that good. I will do that. Now, Christmas, same thing. Mm-hmm. I'll take a lot of desserts. I show up. There's usually the the, the cherry coconut 
macaroons. Does that make sense? Yeah. They usually yeah. with Hershey Kiss is an option. Mom will do them with uh, like shredded coconut and a maraschino cherry. <laughs> you see, you say that. <laughs> I will pop those things as if they were candies. Just. I make. I, I will eat any anything that comes out of that kitchen for the most part. I'm just like. Yep, take those. Take some of those because she'll do those. She'll also do the Hershey Kiss one. Same mm-hmm. thing. Just don, gone. Just give me the whole – give me bag. There's a bag of chips down there. Oh, they know I'm coming. Guess what's down there? Bag of baked ruffles. Guess what I'm going to demolish? Bag of baked ruffles. <laughs> Guess what we're going to do while I de- demolish all of this? There's going to be cheese crackers like a salami thing. We're all playing cards, playing whatever I'm winning at because it's a fun time because <laughs> I'm super competitive even with my own family. I'm like, oh, you guys want to play Sequence? Not Sequence. What the hell is the name of that game they play? Rumicube? You want to play Rumicube? Cool. I'll play. Give me some cheese and crackers. I'm going to eat these and play with one hand because this is delicious and I need to move tiles around. Now, it's a fun time, but I eat like a pig. <laughs> and the moment I get home, I just have that like moment of like, oh. All right, I'm, I love it, but <laughs> what I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm Yeah, <laughs> I love it, but I'm happy. I'm, it's, it's over. <laughs> But like Thanksgiving leftovers are nice because then I don't have to do anything like cooking wise for for a while, a week or two. No, I I don't. I usually pull like a week to half a week because there's more people than just my mouth that want to take leftovers. I don't know what they need leftovers for. I'm clearly the broke one. I'm the small. I'm the poor child. I mean, come on now. (laughs) Fully grown adult male yelling about being the poor child, but you know what I mean. I want. I just want more food. Just give me the food. That's good food. I want it. I want to eat it. It's delicious. That's all I'm saying. I get plenty of leftovers. The problem is I, I'm i not satisfied. So, like, I will immediately house all the leftovers as well. And I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, why did I do this? So, it's that mixed with I know leftovers have a shelf life. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm like, all right, so these are probably good for maybe four days, depending on what it is, right? Day two hits, and I'm like, these are only good for two more days. <laughs> I need to eat all of them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's like a fear of like <laughs> letting left- it go bad, like right. not eating it in time. You're like, I've wasted all this delicious food. So if I just eat all of it as fast as I can, I didn't waste any of it, but I don't feel a lick better for it. Consequences. Consequences. Delicious food is painful. Uh, Yeah, I haven't been reading anything. I, I've been debating trying to read something, but it, it's the... Yeah, trying to read. I'm illiterate. We're uh, we're in video game season. We're well, one we're in video game season, and we're about to ramp up. Yeah, we're we're hitting full stride here. I've been at a brisk jog this last month. I'm about to be sprinting, and for anybody that doesn't know me, I don't run. So both of these analogies are terrible. Yeah, that's that's the time statement I meant about Kodor because like Kodor is not a long game. Mm-hmm. It's like. Probably with the restored content, 50 hours, which is for an RPG, that's fair. Um, I'm like 45, I'm, I'm somewhere in that range. I'm somewhere between 45 and 50 hours at the moment. And it took me weeks to get there. Right. And that's the only game I'm playing. So I, I see my battlefield time every time I log in. Yeah. Uh, but that has been accumulated over like a year or something. It's like 125 hours right now. Yeah. That's pretty good for a multiplayer game. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I think my record is like 15 days or something like that. But that was back in the Xbox 360, come home, turn it on days. Yeah. Uh, now it's, I think I've got like 40-something hours in FIFA already. You know, I, I have a lot of time put into things. 
but it's the problem of where do I insert other things? Yeah. Like, okay, it would be cool to read like Snowden's book or something, right? Okay, where do I do, what, what, at what point do I do that? Oh, you do it when you go to bed. Okay. What time should I go to bed in order to still be able to read a bit? Because I'm going to play games right up until then because I have other stuff I need to do. Yeah. So do I just sacrifice myself and go to sleep at 3 and wake up at 6 and and try to somehow do that? Because that'll, that'll not go well. So I just I sacrifice not doing things. I want to kind of play The Outer Worlds because I've you know, seen some good things. It's like it intrigues me. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? Let's just not do that right now. That's back burner that. That might be like one you come back to next year when there's a lull. Mm-hmm. Now, next year, joke is about a lull. I have Cyberpunk and everything else. Where do I get a lull next year? Yeah, there's... um. It's it's a difficult it's a difficult situation and part of I mean it it's for, first world it's first world problems all it over definitely the place. Is. It oh, definitely I have is. too many things to entertain me. What do I do? Part of my issue is the whole FOMO thing. Like, and FOMO scares me for Death Stranding because yeah. I'm purposely delaying myself from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, FOMO for anybody that is curious is fear of missing out. Uh, it's called predatory depending on how you do <laughs> certain uh, marketing schemes. FOMO is predatory, but. That being said, Max, do not land on that iPad. Don't do it. Do it. Don't you? I, I see what you're doing. All right. Knock it over. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> well, it was it was more of like, I'm not sure if I'm actually scared for the iPad or that he catches the bottom of it and he just eats shit. Then he'd probably like flip it and hit himself with yeah, it. Yeah, and I'd be like, all right, well, this went horribly in the worst way. Anyway, um, it's the fear of missing out and on something like Death Stranding where you know it's going to get talked about a ton, so... Do I want to delay it? And yes, I do. I I want to be able to sit down with that thing for a lengthy amount of time and not just put like an hour a night into it because that's not going to get me anywhere. Yeah. But once once I take and get two bars more worth of experience, which is nothing in WoW, I will hit 60 in that. And then I don't need to log in other than when Todd says, hey, do you want to do this instance? Perfect. Don't need to worry about logging in there anymore. And then I can go back to like having my main plays of other things. You, you come over here, dude. What do you want? Is this what you want? I swear, cats, man. Come on, let's go. Cats just want to be a problem. They do. I think it's inherently in their nature. Yeah, for sure. I ask why leaves fall. Cats ask why am I not being pet. <laughs> I tell you, man. Anyway, it's. It, it's definitely a, a time problem. Uh, speaking of time problems, though, what I can do while I'm doing all these other things is I can watch things. So I watched the World Series. I watched... Um, I didn't watch every game. I didn't watch, actually. I watched, like, one... Uh, let's see. Long story short, I watched half of the last game. I watched parts of every game, and yeah. then... I was playing volleyball during game six and seven, so I came home and, and finished out like halfway through the games. Mm-hmm. When <laughs> coincidentally, both of them got good. Same thing. I got home from work, uh, and for I think after and game seven, I I turned it on like in the sixth inning or something like that. And like yeah. the seventh inning is when it started to really yeah, right before pick it, up. it gets good. Yeah. So I mean, congrats to the uh, Washington Nationals. Yeah. Suck at Astros. Yeah. You, official uh, official statement from Nate. Yeah, there was some interesting developments. The last game with the 
was it there was a game six or seven where they were they think that the Astros were uh the hell they call it the stealing d- signs yeah yeah the the pitcher uh, was getting six. wrecked in in the first inning and then like he adjusted his glove grip when yeah. he was handling the ball it was six for Scherzer his team noticed that he was tipping pitches based on what he was doing with his gloves so then every time after that he just started shaking his gloves so you couldn't tell yeah that was and that was he, fascinating he had given up two runs in, you know in the second inning i think and then after he fixed it he was lights out from that point on so clearest example i've i have seen in my limited uh viewing of that being like a legitimate thing yeah it was interesting it was it was interesting but now it's uh now that baseball is officially over we begin the hot stove season which is also my second favorite season of baseball coincidentally there are only two seasons of baseball or so i guess there's three regular season postseason and off season uh so yeah, yeah. i do I do enjoy me in off season because I just lo- I love rumors and that's what I get out of football manager. I love building a team. Speaking of football manager, that comes out in three weeks. Oh Jesus! Get ready, get ready, gamers to audience. You get to listen to Nate redeem this Manchester United squad again, again, <laughs> and Kenny redeem Arsenal again. <laughs> we will take them to the promised land. <clears throat> that game. I don't know about it. I know I got problems. You do. You do have problems. Yep. Um, yes. I mean, it's football season now, basketball season, hockey season. The gross seasons. I mean, depending on how you look at it. I'm all right with all of them. You know, just get some, uh, some watching going on, some sports enjoyment. And, uh, yeah. It's been it's been a fun time, but it's it's I can do that while I do other things. I can't play two things at once, not anymore. Used to, not so much. Depends on the game. Some sometimes I can still play two things at once. I've definitely played FIFA while I was waiting for a while, but those are two. I can just pause one and you know go to the other. Mm-hmm. But the uh, I also finally watched Into the Spider Verse. Ah, interesting. I watched it today. It's good. I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited for whatever number two means. Yeah. Yeah. That was officially, I guess, announced. Yeah. 2022. So you got some years. Yeah. Yeah. But I am happy that they're making another one. I should have a poster here soon of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I you'll did s- some. You'll see it when it gets here. did some ordering. Well, yeah. Bought, uh, bought five t-shirts. Oh. Two for Samantha because they didn't have them in my size. And I got three for myself. The three that I got, all Gundam t-shirts. Oh, boy. And Samantha got uh, the volleyball anime Oh, t-shirts. She got the... One of them like, uh, looks like a gym shirt. Like, it's like the cliche... Like, it's got the cutouts? No, it's like a cliche gray shirt that's... Meant, it looks like a high school, like, gym oh, shirt. And it okay. says the school's name on it. Oh, right, right, right. It's like one of the uh, assigned shirts. Like, yeah. your gym yeah. attire. So... I love it. Yeah. They were $3, you know, a piece. There That's was a sale. I Not bad at all. Quick story. All right, go for it. There was bomber jackets announced that are Gundam themed, and they're like $400 a piece. Oh, God. 
a lot of the anime, like especially with Gundam, a lot of that stuff is extremely well done, but they carry a heavy price tag. So out of curiosity, I quick did a quick Google of like Gundam apparel just just to kill time at one point. And one of the websites was doing a sale. So I was like, oh, I'm going to buy all these shirts. I got five shirts for like 25 bucks. So why not? Why not? That's it. Little tidbit. And that, uh, yeah. So I guess we can talk about what uh, came out this week. Yeah. What came out this week? Luigi's Mansion 3. They had. I mean, that's all I'm. I mean, there was like some other stuff, but it was nothing like a Yakuza remaster thing or something. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just talk about my boy Guigi. That's the only one anyone really cares about. Exactly. And it keeps it short. So now we can just go straight into the news and exactly, talk yeah. about Blizzard for an hour. It's gonna, yeah, you can buckle up. If, if you came here for Blizzard news, because this episode is titled BlizzCon 2019, if you came here for Blizzard news, you're about to get it. Uh, well, you're about to get a synopsis, <laughs> not details. Well, at the end, you'll get it. We'll okay. go through the other news articles. You're first. about to eventually get it. We're going to burn through some smaller stuff first. I didn't look at the order of which he did these things. I'm just talking. Anyway, uh, hold on. Let me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I drop things. When I drop things or do anything like that, I just make a really loud noise and confuse people. Uh, so I'll take number one. <clears throat> don't mind me I have two things open and I do multiple things news <laughs> uh, tell what I didn't read what I was about yeah. to say <laughs> uh, number one Death Stranding the highly anticipated next game from Hideo Kojima and his studio Kojima Productions will be making its way to PC next year the studio announced to this week in a tweet you gotta stop messing gotta, with the space time yeah. continuum when you do these things <laughs> I, I change some of them I always miss one <laughs> The PC port will be published by 505 Games, the same group behind the PC version of Control. There's no firm release date for Death Stranding on PC outside of the early summer of 2020 window. I don't know why this is news. I, not that I don't know why you put it in here. Yeah. But I don't know why everybody... I saw a lot of you know, a lot of news outlets. Ooh, Death Stranding for PC. We all knew it was coming. The yeah. only part of this is news is that Sony's not publishing it. Yeah. But well, I think Sony's, once again, just like... No, we don't play in PC territory. Yeah. That, and I guess, I mean, it's official, so whatever. Yeah. I mean, cool. I'm not going to wait. I, you know, it's the same joke with Red Dead, right? Both would be better on PC. But I'm not going to wait. I might. I haven't decided yet. Ooh, interesting. Um, Welcome to the only gaming podcast where you won't hear about Death Stranding for three months. It's a possibility. <laughs> so the funny thing with that training is I'm either gonna wait or I'm probably gonna or I'm gonna make the snap decision to get it like as, as soon as it comes yeah, out. As you're stocking the shelf going. Yeah, I'm not gonna get this. Uh, I'm gonna put that on reserve real quick. Yeah. Did you guys get any of the BB versions in? I haven't seen any, but I, I've been not really hmm. in oh, the normal curious. area. So I'm curious if you just had the if there was just a standalone BB. <laughs> if we if if is there a price on it? Do you know? 
uh, it's probably 150 to 200. It would be a cool, it'd be a cool thing, but cool like, thing to have because it's creepy if, as fuck. But what if I don't like the game? Yeah, but it's still cool because it's creepy. Yeah. But I'm, it's but not like, I don't that like the game. cool to where I'm like, oh, here's a hundred dollars. It's it's it, it's not cool to the point where if I don't like the game, I want that thing. Yeah, like I don't care about Uncharted. Like that don't you know? Don't blaspheme me already, but some of the Nathan Drake statues that have come out and like their collector editions look pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And if I could buy just a statue, that I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And I know you can now sometimes, but like, okay. you just reminded me of of one of the something that I've always wanted to do, but never forgot about it when I bought my when we got our own house where I could actually do it is the Half Life crowbar. Can you can't just buy it. a crowbar? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You buy a crowbar, you spray paint, you oh, spray okay. paint half of it red, and then you know that's the Half Life crowbar. But I had forgotten about it until just now because I was thinking, I was like, what else could have, what's some shit that I would like that Nate would hate? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Half-Life. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's, you know, I got my own head crab that I use as my headset whenever I play video games. Fuck you. <laughs> head crab hat. hat. They exist. I know they do. I've Number seen two. Them many oh, a, I've seen them at many a convention. Oh, I know yeah. they exist. Ugh. That being said, though, if you did get a Half-Life Crowbar, I would just put crates all over your house one day. <laughs> I'd, I'd message Sam and be like, is he not home? Perfect. Crazy. I would just stack up a bunch of boxes <clears throat> and make you have to break your way into your own house. <laughs> anyway. Uh, number two, Ninja Theory, the studio behind Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, is working on a new venture called The Insight Project. Uh, the team will use tech, game design, and clinical neuroscience to work on new methods of therapy for mental disorders. In an interview with The Verge, uh, Ninja Theory co-founder Tamin and to- Ooh, do you, eh. You're better at pronouncing names than I am. I shall take a swing at it, and that's a really bold statement. I mean, if better as in you've already avoided it. Uh, hold on. Tamim Antoniatis. Antoniatis? Antoniatis. Tiatis? Antoniatis? 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 Antoniatis. Just uh, stumble through it. That's what I've been doing the entire time as I said that. You're welcome, Ninja audience. Theory co-founder called The Undertaking a continuation <laughs> of the collaborative work the studio did with neuroscientists and mental health professionals on Hellblade. He said, quote, well, Microsoft, with Microsoft acquiring us, it's taking off a lot. It's taken off a lot of pressure for us as a studio. So we stopped developing games for the other people, you know, work for hire games, which meant we have the opportunity to start entirely new projects, end quote. And Nate is, just can't let go of his LEDs malfunctioning. So he's under his desk right now. Um, I'll give you the play-by-play. Plugging various cables in, I'm sure. Trying to reset the controller. I'm so annoyed by this. (laughs) It's probably not even like it's it's probably not even something that you can actually fix fix. Don't say that. Until it's like a software update of some kind. Don't say that. Don't like, make me don't make me don't don't. Just let me think that I can fix this. Okay, I mean go for it. That being said, yeah, Ninja Theory. You really liked Hellblade? I did. It was amazing. I'm going to actually make a comment on what this story was actually about. More mental disorders, huh? 
Yeah, they're kind of... Uh, is that their thing now? That's their thing. They're the mental disorder company? <laughs> that's a really weird they're, title, I guess. They, they are the mental disorder developer. The, oh, oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. Number three. Yeah, 3A. A lot of confirmations this week. Yeah, it seems like a lot of... Hoopla? Hoopla. EA will start releasing games on Steam again after it moved away from the popular PC game marketplace in 2011 in favor of its own origin store and launcher. It'll start with Jedi... It'll start with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, making it the first new EA game released on Steam since 2011. Additionally, EA announced plans to bring its EA Access subscription service to Steam starting next year, allowing players to pay a monthly price for access to a collection of EA games through Steam. As the name suggests, EA Access on Steam will apparently be similar to EA's console subscription services, as opposed to the larger catalog on Origin Access. Despite the fact that Steam and Origin are PC launchers that run on the same platform, EA is effectively treating the two storefronts as totally separate platforms. Separate, but equal, Matt. I don't know about that. I don't either. I just find it as a fun joke. For example, if you've purchased EA games in the last eight years on Origin, there won't be any way to transfer those purchases to Steam, even if they're re-released there. EA is also working to allow for cross-play between the Origin and Steam versions of its PC games. I think, honestly, the two biggest things out of that, even though we've already talked about this last week, yeah. are EA Access being available on Steam. But not... And cross-play. Those yeah. two are the two biggest points out of this. Uh, the titles themselves don't matter being available mm-hmm. because it's just going to do what we've yeah. talked about, where it's Steam to Origin <laughs> to the game. Yeah. The the irritated irritating part is that it's EA access and not Origin access, and right, um, which is crossplay is not going to be available at launch. It seems like it's coming later, but oh well. Um, I got all the short ones. I think this time. No, you don't. Uh, Sony is shutting down its <laughs> don't, live. Don't worry, I made sure you don't. <laughs> okay. Sony is shutting down its live TV streaming service, PlayStation View, on January 30th, 2020, the company announced on Tuesday. Uh, The sudden announcement of the shutdown comes just a week after a report published by the information which we spoke about last week. So they couldn't find a buyer, so they said, fuck it. Turn it off. (laughs) I mean, it worked. I I guess. I mean, why not? I mean, it I guess if you're really trying to just cut costs, and once you couldn't get anything back for it, the easiest way to cut costs yeah. is to cut cold turkey and just. It's that moved quickly. It seems it like. moved real quick. Anybody want to buy this? No, shut it off. <laughs> like that kind of makes me how fast it went. It went the fast of like me trying to make a point, arrogant, like being the petty bastard that I am sometimes. Most times, I don't know. It depends. It depends on the person you ask. Don't give me that look. So whatever you say, bro. I'm just here. I'm just here to support you. So the where you're like, no, no, that doesn't work. Okay, cool. Just unplug it. I'm fucking done. Just let's not even try to fix it anymore. Let's just dip it in the butt. 
it makes me suspicious. Like, why are they so adamant on cutting costs all of a sudden? Because they're going to lose so much selling PS5 under value. Gonna, I think they're, they're going to take a... Uh, I'm assuming they're anticipating a big hit on uh, cost to make versus sale price for the PS5. Mm-hmm. And that they potentially could be just... They're going to pull a Microsoft and eat Covering the, as much as they can. Yeah. Like, if we just stop all these other services that are already failing, we should be able to hold over. Yeah. They're going to eat it the first year until production costs can come down. And Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to have to eat it by a substantial amount, which is why. Yeah, I suspect like $100 at least. Or more, maybe. Could be 150 Number four. Five. Now some good news for Sony. Sony has announced as part of its second quarter earnings report that it sold 2.8 million PlayStation 4 consoles between July and September. Since the company hit exactly 100 million sales three months ago, the total is now at 1.28 million. And in case you guys are curious, that's how you put two numbers together in a mathematical equation. (laughs) Uh, Meaning that the PS4 has outsold the original PlayStation. Also of note... The Nintendo Wii's total of 101.6 million has been surpassed this quarter as well. Obviously, in case you're curious, once again, 102.8 is greater than 101.6. You should have been a math teacher. I would, I would, the kids would be so educated. I would just look at two, I would draw bar graphs constantly. Be like, see how this one is smaller than this one? That one's bigger. (laughs) You're welcome, kids. That makes the PS4 the second best-selling console of all time behind the PS2's $155 million. And it's not going to catch that. No. So, long, long live the PS2. Good run. Good run. It's been a real good run for the PS2. Uh, it, but, I mean, back to the math teacher comment. It's just always funny to me when people list things like that. Yeah. Where you're like, it sold $2.8 million. During this time frame. Previously, it had crossed the 100 million uh, platform. Thus. You know, therefore, we can, you know, we, we just We can kinda, deduce. Yeah, you know, we can deduce by looking at this problem here that it was the butler with the gimp suit <laughs> in the lavatory. And you're like, you know what? I never would have guessed those three things. It's a really weird version of Clue. I don't know if you've ever played it. Clue? No, that version. Oh, no. No. Is that a real version or are you just making this up? What do you think? I, I don't know, man. The board games are hot right now. I, you know what? If this exists at PAX Unplugged next week, somebody email me. <laughs> don't tweet it at me. Email yeah. it specifically. Email. Write a letter. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if you write a handwritten letter <laughs> with a picture out of a Polaroid attached to it, send it to me. Um, where are we at here? You're looking for three things. <laughs> the butler, a gimp suit, lavatory, room, weapon, person. Good luck. May the odds be ever in your favor. Go ahead, Matt. Number six. <laughs> six. <laughs> Ubisoft CEO has confirmed that the publisher's recently delayed 2020 releases will now be cross-generation titles. 
Uh, the firm recently announced it was pushing back Watch Dogs Legions, um, Rainbow Six, and Gods and Monsters ahead of its most recent uh, financial report. Uh, in a follow-up earnings call, Yves Yves Guimont, the man himself, Yves Guimont, I'll take a croissant. Offered more details <laughs> on plans for the three titles. I didn't say a fucking word right now. <laughs> I, I understood it. The CEO of Ubisoft is getting a croissant. Clearly. Oh, oui, oui. <laughs> Why is my French, like, half angry Eastern European? Whatever. I don't know, man. It's movies. It, no, it's also just French accents. I hate guys. Oh, God, they suck. I can't do it. They don't suck. French people don't suck. I just mean, like, I can't do the accent. Yeah. It's really hard. It's a lot of just the same words over and over again if you try to do the accent. Oh, hey, oh, oh. Uh, anyway, yes, he said th- he said three things about the three titles. Yeah, all three of those will be released uh, both on current generation and the upcoming PS5 and Project Scarlet. So and, not surprised uh, by that, actually. No. Uh, and they said they'll launch two more unannounced AAA games on both generations before the end of the fiscal year as well. Interesting. Yeah. That one's definitely interesting, I think. Yes. Because what are you not talking about already? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Are you not are you not talking about more of my E3 predictions that have failed over the last two years? It's gonna be Eve? A, I mean, it's gonna be a battle royale game. Splinter Cell, Battle Royale. <laughs> or a card game. I don't know. Splinter Cell. Try and think of a game <laughs> that you could announce like really quickly and people would actually be like, Oh, I'll try that trick though. Rainbow Six Siege Auto Chess. Alright. Sounds good too. Ubisoft character auto chest. That way we can get more characters like all the guys from Ghost Recon. Which apparently nobody's really talking about Breakpoint, but that's a different discussion. Yeah. That not going sounds so like it took a just it came out and nobody cared. And here we are. Yeah. I mean it did not receive a warm welcome. I don't even know if it necessarily received a welcome. There was, st- I mean, there was stuff. It's just that I, they shot themselves in the foot, I guess, with the microtransaction thing. And then uh, all the early people were like, it's broken. And everyone's like, all right, well, fuck that one. Moving on. I mean, if you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Number seven. Electronic Arts announced on an earnings call that Star Wars The Old Republic is now closing in on $1 billion in lifetime revenue. E-A-C-F-O. Blake Jorgensen okay. said, <laughs> "What? I don't know. He just get, said, I love his last name. Oh, Jorgensen. 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 Whatever. Yeah. But Jorgensen. Jorgensen. Very Blake. Very Jorgensen. Scandinavian. Jorgensen. Very... Blake Jorgensen said, quote, believe it or not, we are <laughs> once again immediately Eastern European. Uh, believe it or not, we are close to $1 billion on Star Wars The Old Republic revenue from the start of its history. So it's a business that keeps on going. What kind of quote is that, Blake? So it's a business that just keeps on going? Yeah, obviously. You got to finish it out, man. We it's like, even better. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me fully restart. I started judging Blake's quote before I finished it. I mean, from, I'm not saying that no, it's no, not. No, it, no, no. I think no. you can double down on it once I'm you going, finish. I'm going to. But let me give you the thing in full before I insult him. Believe it or not, we are close to $1 billion on Star Wars 
the old Republic revenue from the start of its history. So it's a business that just keeps on going. And we'd like those types of businesses, end quote. Yeah, so do I. I love a bit. If I could start a business that just makes a billion dollars. Yeah, you're right. I do kind of like those businesses. Don't let these PR non-people speak PR. We've heard you guys like piles of money. And we, too, have made our own pile of money. Tell you what, you give me $15 a month, and I'll add your 15 to the pile of money. <laughs> it's a good old joke from the John Mulaney premise. Uh, John Mulaney has a good stand-up routine where he discusses that $1 million. I don't even, he's like, I don't even know what it looks like. Screw it, $10 million. I don't know what it looks like. I don't care. I don't, you know, you know tell me the boat costs $10 million, whatever. I just need to see $10 million just in bills. I just want to walk into the room and see $10 billion. Sell tickets. It's $1 to see the money or $10 and we put your money into the $10 million. Oh, oh. I feel like I suspect that a million dollars or $10 million would not be as dramatic as you think it would be. No, I'm pretty sure you have to get closer to a billion. And then you could at least look like the Joker in Dark Knight sliding down a money hill. $1 billion is a lot of money, thanks, Matt. But the game itself was a massive, expensive production. According to a 2012 report, EA spent $200 million to produce the game. The report claims 800 staffers on four continents worked for six years to bring the game to market. For further context, Blizzard's genre-defining MMO, World of Warcraft, reportedly brought in $1 billion per year during its heyday. Yeah, that's crazy. That Warcraft could do that? Yeah, a billion in a year. I mean, at one point, Blizzard would report numbers of 15 million subscribers. And if you go with a model that they're at $15 a month, <laughs> somewhere that math equals more money. And You're I kind welcome. of suspect that at that point, the game probably didn't cost as much as the old Republic to make at that point. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Probably not. I f- the Old Republic set out with a crazy, like, scope. Yeah. What if we did an MMO, but it's the Star Wars universe, which means we need like 30 planets, spaceships and shit. Oh, we're Bioware, so every choice has to matter. And every class has a different storyline. And let's not even discuss the part where we paid an orchestra to do the soundtrack. And every single character needs to have its own voice. And their own soundtrack. When you're walking on your own ship, you should be able to hear... That'd be pretty dope. Can you imagine? <laughs> you hit Sith Lord, you walk, it's like... <laughs> the system is down. The cheat is throwing a wild rave party. <laughs> ah, Homestar Runner. It would be... It, honestly, if we're talking about microtransactions, I would buy. It's an interesting... Theme, theme music? In, a, in most games where it wouldn't make sense, I'd pay for it probably. Yeah. Like, we'll say like two bucks or three bucks. So, like, they, you know, it's the cost of a, a song normally, and then you get them a little extra. Five bucks, I get a 30-second clip of a song of my choosing that whenever somebody summons me in WoW via, like, a lock portal or anything, that plays. That's actually a really good idea because that would be hilarious. Or, yeah. like... You get like thirty seconds of a song and like an effect, so you can have like a like a wrestling entrance. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, all I would do is it would basically just be, and it would only be when people summon you, right? Because you don't want it going off all the time. Yeah, yeah. so it would just be whenever you are summoned because you're the actual one showing up, and all it is is you just like I just want it to be me like climbing out of the portal, kind of, and doing like that good old like shoulders back, kind of like look around, like ah yeah, I am King Dick, and then you just hear. Dun, dun, dun. You're like, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Then you get like the rockets going off in the back. I take like a hellstone and smash it on the ground. Just get a green mist effect and then just step through it. Like, and I am here. Well, pitch it. Uh, throw it in. Hey, Shadowlands. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute. But Shadowlands, I'll take some theme music whenever I'm summoned around. Five dollars. Five dollars, 30 seconds. I don't even need the animation. I just want I'll I'll type slash dance myself. I just want the thirty seconds of whatever song I choose. Or give me a library of a lot of songs that you can curate and give me just some like neutral dubstep. It'd be a fun time. It would be. Speaking of wow. I would refuse to go anywhere unless I was summoned. (laughs) (laughs) No, you must call me by my name and summon me to wherever I am needed. Uh Please welcome to the group Nightkill. <laughs> ah, ah, 
Yes, my minions, I am here. And I will either heal and or DPS this fight for you. You're welcome. All right. And I die immediately on the first phase because I didn't understand the boss mechanics. And the entire thing becomes a waste. I was going to say, in retrospect, this sounds like a terrible idea. What are you talking about? It just feeds my ego. Tell you what, $500, and I'm the only one that can do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know how amazing that would be? That would be cool. $500, Um, I'm the only one on the server that can do it. Anybody seen that one guy that shows up with music every time we bring him around? <laughs> they definitely would charge more than five hundred dollars so for that. They'd probably be like I'd, five thousand. We'll do it. If you did a thousand, and I'll tell you what, thousand dollars. They have to contact me right now. They can't put it up to public market. They contact me, and they say, "Hey, we want to give you a pet. That's your hype man. <laughs> it's hype man pet that basically just walks around with two boom boxes." <laughs> facing out from him that's just bumping whatever music you want whenever you get summoned somewhere was it like a little mini kevin hart or something no (laughs) it's a it's like a little elemental like whatever i whatever pet would have make sense to have like two arms from the already pet category Mm -hmm. or even if it's just the perky pug that they gave out for free for doing 50 right just put the pug with a boombox on it strapped to its back, and it's just say, sitting there just, like, shaking, like, all happy. And it's just blasting With, like, music. a flat-brim hat tilted to the side and, yeah. and like, uh, Ray-Bans on. Yeah, it's basically the pug from Men in Black, except Gangster. He's just, what's up? And then you show up, and he's just trying to, like, hit the button to hit play. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of WoW saying, and weird things and wherever else we went there, BlizzCon's going on. Let's talk about it. Blizzard opened the show on a bit of a somber note. As uh, oh, nice somber, I don't know if is the right word. I didn't watch it, so you you tell me. I, no, I just mean like for what you're about to say. I don't know whether or not somber is the right word. Like mm. they address something they should have addressed to begin with. I yeah, I don't, I don't know if somber is. You know what I mean? Like President J. Allen Brock. Is it Brock or Brake? Brock? Brock? Brack? Brack? I'm going Brack. with Brack. All right. Jalen Brack issued an apology for the recent suspension of uh, Blitzchung over the Hearthstone players' comments on Hong Kong. He said, quote, I'm sorry, and I accept accountability. He stopped short of detailing any new actions or changes at Blizzard, though, which written immediately before that, it was confirmed, confirmed via a uh, PC Gamer interview that they are not rescinding the bans or anything like that. Everything's staying as it is. They're just issuing an apology for poor communication, I guess. Which, in case you're curious about how I feel about that, fuck off. This yes. this is gonna get this is gonna get real weird because I'm about to betray my own sense of agency. Now this is a gaming podcast. We will discuss the gaming news, and I will fanboy over certain things. I am aware I am a hypocrite to an extent. I still do not agree with their punishment for that man. I also do not blame everyone at Blizzard for it. I blame the company because that is the name that is attached to who associated that ban with them. But I do understand that I'm pretty sure the people that were creating the new World of Warcraft expansion did not personally run around scream, we need to ban him. Pretty sure there were artists and whatever that just had their head down that were like, all right, so how do I make the upside down 
in WoW. Spoilers. And then they go, wait, what do, you, what do you mean we banned somebody for supporting freedom? And then they got blindsided at the same time. So I'm aware it sounds hypocritical at some point when I say, yes, I'm probably going to buy the new WoW expansion. It also is not hypocritical to when I say when I'm going to buy the new WoW expansion. So let us begin. Okay, so apologies. And then... uh, Also, I think they could have really saved it if they said we apologize and we rescind what we did. Yeah, they could have. They would have walked out, like, rather than having to do the smoke and mirrors thing of, like, we should have talked to you guys first. Anyway, here's Diablo. Like, Alexa, this is so sad. Please, Alexa, play Diablo. You know, whatever the fucking Despacito mean, but Diablo trailer. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, this is so sad. Alexa, play Diablo trailer. <laughs> like, he, he, I think it still could have could have the whole thing still could have gone better. I think they still bottled it, but we we've covered this before. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't want to. No. Like, it needs to be brought up every time we talk about Blizzard that they did what they did, but. I don't want to make that the focal point of every single time we talk about them. I just want to underline every time we talk about them with it. Yeah. Like, hey, here's this thing. By the way, do you also remember that they did this? The- For at least a year. Yeah. I mean, or I say eight months. Like We could probably do a whole podcast on, on how to handle companies that act immorally, but... Oh, we're never going to. We would be here for the entire time listing every company ever. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, fuck it. All right. Uh, what do you want to start with? Do you have a preference? Let me just go down the list. Uh, go in reverse order. Okay. Um, Kind of go in reverse order. Save Save my big one for last. Is that four? Or... Classic or Shadow? Lands. Shadow. Shadow. Okay. Sh- Save Shadow is the one I know the most about. All right, fucker. We'll just go in reverse. Well, f- we'll start at Hearthstone. Let's start at Hearthstone. We'll go through the middle. Okay, cool. That's what we don't care about. So. Okay, Hearthstone. They have a update, Descent of Dragons. And at some point, uh, Battlegrounds, I believe is what they're calling it. It's going to be... It's an auto chest. It's an auto... Yeah, it's similar to like an auto chest type style. Yeah. For I don't know if you want to add anything to that. No, I mean, it, it looks... Uh, kind of you know in line for what I would expect out of Hearthstone. I'm not a Hearthstone player, so I have no idea. Yeah, uh, they did mention they talked about Diablo Mortals. I don't know what the hell they talked about. Did do you know what they talked about with Diablo Mortals? No, because I just don't care. Don't care. Okay, I'm I'm reg- now. That being said, I'm registered on my phone. I'm gonna play it when it comes out because mm-hmm. I just want to like see. You know, I want to do my due diligence as a as a game industry pundit of uh the three listeners, two of them myself that. <laughs> I want to have the ability to have played it, even if it's for only an hour, just to form some type of opinion on it, other than me going right now where I'm like, holy shit, you guys bottled this last year. Yeah. Uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, I'm sure they gave some cursory update on that as well. Uh, probably. The, once again, I didn't play Warcraft 3 initially. Mm-hmm. The Reforged has made me like, kind of want to do it, but at the same time, I'm not into that style of game at the like 
that that takes a very yeah that's that's way way low on the totem pole yeah that's gonna have to put me in like a very certain mood where i'm like i'm really looking forward to this i'm like oh yeah that game but like until then i don't think i'm gonna touch it um there they detailed some wild classics update stuff uh gave dates i believe phase two is gonna be november 12th i believe uh phase two just means that there's world bosses and world pvp now exists or well her world pvp now means something uh all that being said, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, three days later, Pokemon comes out. So, I mean, yeah, oh, who's really important here? Oh, yeah, that's right. Me playing Pokemon. I'm a Switch while I'm also waiting for Dungeons and WoW. So, that brings us to the big three, we'll say. There was the three big announcements. Yep. Um, Diablo 4. Yes. Which... I'm assuming you're going to get it and and everything because you love Diablo and it actually looks interesting. I from so a, my my time with Diablo is actually weird. I didn't play one or two because mm-hmm. uh, I I wasn't a PC gamer at that point. Yeah, uh, when three came out, I played it and I spent a lot. I spent oh god, way too many. But uh, I think I have like a. I mean, you compare these to anybody, and you know, I'm sure there's going to be the guy that's like, well, I have you know seventeen thousand hours and whatever. I have a hundred hours, I think, in each one of my characters, mm-hmm. or at least each class. Yeah, um, in Diablo three, which is just a lot of time of me just sitting around killing stuff for f- loot. Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm in. Tra- I, I visually it looked good. Yeah, the trailer is disgusting Diablo, which is a, yeah. I'm all. It for. looks like the main protagonist is Lilith. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did have so they had their cinematic trailer, which it's Blizzard, so. Yep. Once yes. again, your cinematics are great. Just make the movies in cinematics. I don't know why that's so hard for you to understand. And then they had a gameplay trailer, which, um, I mean, it looked to. I don't have a lot of experience with Diablo three, but it did look different. There was some different mechanics I'd never seen. There, they definitely showed some either new spells or at least new spell effects. And they, uh, it, it's definitely not uprezzed, but it is looking like more, uh, detailed and sharper and stuff. Mm. Bringing back the Druid as one of the starting classes, Barbarian, Sorceress, and Druid. And I'm all about being a Druid at this point, seeing how I didn't play one in Diablo 2. Uh, but I am told uh, by that trailer that I can become a bear. So, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a bear? Right. I'm basically a bear in real life. Why not be a bear then? I mean, I'm not doing. I don't have a bear on me, but yeah. I mean, and you're a, a physically a bear. You're not a bear, as in like gay, right? Yeah, like yeah, a no. gay bear. I don't know if you guys are familiar <laughs> with what a bear is, but I, I love that Matt's about to explain that to you. Right? <laughs> Just wanted to draw the line there. Well, oh, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, want yeah. you to be getting fan mail of a questionable nature. At this point, if I got any fan mail, I might just be okay with it. Yeah, man. You know what cool. they say. No press is bad press. That's true. They do say that. And I believe it is true. Um, We'll leave the best for last. Unless you're Blizzard and you kowtow to China. That's a different discussion, though. (laughs) Leaving the best for last, that brings us to Overwatch 2. Dose. Um, That, I feel like... Can I give them the two dose? There... (laughs) There's... Clearly, the most information is available about Overwatch 2. 
That being said, I did not deep dive into it. So I, the most available, the most information is available for Overwatch Two because it's also the one that's not changing the most. Yeah, and it's also the one that leaked the most. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, which was entertaining because I watched. So I watched the opening ceremony because the opening ceremony is uh, available to the public to watch online. Everything after that becomes like all the panels and stuff you have to buy the ticket for. Which yeah, obviously I didn't do. Um, but the opening ceremony was fun because I think. I think in every one of them, I I stopped. I started watching after Diablo because I got I got to it late. Uh, but I think uh, I think every one of them had to mention like mention data mining and leaks and stuff in their like reveals. Like and as uh, as you guys might have seen from some data mining stuff, we still have to talk about something. Yeah. <laughs> and they all acknowledged it, and I think a pretty good way of just mm-hmm. having fun with it, whatever. So the the key points are um, Overwatch and Overwatch Two are gonna, from a PvP standpoint, combined ecosystem. Correct. Um, so if you have original Overwatch, the maps and, and I I don't know if the characters as well. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, the definitely the maps we think the characters as well are going to be available on Overwatch, so they don't separate the player bases. Yeah, it's supposed to be um, one continuous multiplayer. Yeah. The what is different is Overwatch Two has a PVE component which will be exclusive to Overwatch Two, and it looks like Wave Wave Defense. So there's a couple there's, different there's, game there's modes, a couple different game modes. One of them's the bomb one of, thing one of, from one of TF2. Them, yeah, push mode. Yeah, push. I'm really good at pushing, and I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but that 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 is just the multiplayer mode, I believe. Yeah. Um, and then uh, hero missions. He uh, Jeff Kaplan compared them to Diablo's adventure mode, where you're just running around killing a bunch of stuff. Uh, they did confirm uh, stuff about like character ability upgrades and stuff like that. Uh, I am most curious about this to see what they do for pricing. Because that's a tough one. Because I own Overwatch One, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to convince me to buy Overwatch Two only for your single player. Yeah, is it gonna be? Do you justify it as enough to charge me sixty dollars? Is already owning it now? If you would say that I didn't own Overwatch One, I could understand yeah. sixty dollars. But if you're gonna tell me I already own Overwatch One, would you cut me to like thirty dollars to forty dollars? This is goes back to our conversation from last week, where it's like. That I it's weird that they made the distinction to be say it's Overwatch two, yeah, and it's you know, it seems like it would be a more natural fit to be like a, you know, like a chapter two, right? Because they they showed new like, not fully new character models, but they changed looks and stuff to bring things better yeah. and yada yada. So I'm like, why would you call it Overwatch two? Just call it Overwatch with like chapter two expansion or whatever. That I pay thirty dollars for, for you know Overwatch chapter or Overwatch season two, like season pass or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Where definitely. A weird I still choice. get access to all the other stuff, but then that unlocks the single player stuff for me. So I don't. I was curious to see how they manage it going forward. I guess. Yeah, I'm curious as well. I fear that it's going to look like a money grab if they if they don't message it right. It definitely yeah. will. Um, the big one. Uh, for us, for for the big for one, us. for us. I mean, Diablo Four is probably technically the biggest one out of here, in terms of what people have been really waiting for. Yeah, uh, and what should have shown up last year. Yes. 
Um, World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Uh, Shadowlands it is. New expansion. Yes. So, the short that came with this lovely cinematic, as per tradition. Beautiful cinematic, once again. Uh, Sylvanas. Spoilers, I guess? I'll say spoilers. If, if you're into Wild Lore. Have you not watched the cinematic? Um, if you Sylvanas. First off, all right, real quick. Go ahead. If you haven't watched the cinematic, pause. Take three minutes, watch the cinematic, and come back to us. And then when you hear me say, continue, that's when we're going to start talking about it. Continue. So, Sylvanas strolls up to the uh, Lich King. And long story short, takes his helmet. I don't know if it's really a long story. <laughs> rips it in half like I want her to rip my pants off. I appreciate that, Matthew. You know what I mean? I appreciate that because I feel the same. You got to take a stance. You got to let people know. Sylvanas, she could get it. I wanted to keep going with that, but we'll just... <laughs> I, I got to be careful. There was you know, some comment. might want to upset some people. There was some comment for you to make about having a banshee whale. But yeah, I was going to go with the classic that my brother used to say all the time. Put her in the trunk? No. Peanut butt. Yes, peanut butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, boy. This is... Sylvanas rips the, uh, the Lich King's helmet in half, which... Creates the upside down. Yeah, basically, basically <laughs> it creates it. It creates what looks like the upside down, which is the Shadowlands. Yeah. Um, which and I'll, I'll the, let Nate take it from here because he has a, a, it, a better knowledge of the. It's essentially the content. realm of death. It's the realm of the Valkyr, like where they come from. It's the realm of where the spirit healers that resurrect you, that you meet when you die. It's where they come from. It's where all that stuff kind of. Yeah, comes from the afterlife. Of yeah, sorts. it's 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 the you know where do you go after you when you die, and we are going there because Sylvanas has deemed Azeroth a prison, and so she's going to free us by taking us to the afterlife. So okay, I'm, I don't know your logic, bitch, but sure. Yeah. Um, I guess on the lore side, there was the tease of who's pulling the strings yep you see a good old giant shadowy figure there's uh, talks that he is apparently is has been referenced for years in tablets and stuff like that in the game if you are a true lore nut which i am only a fake lore nut so i only know minimal uh so yeah you don't you don't want to get involved with the fake nut the fake nut's all <laughs> i know man so <laughs> There's also, I don't know if you want to get into the, the potential of who this person is at all. I don't think that's actually, I think that's just me being. Theorizing. Okay, I'll, even, I'll file that one. This is just me being like, oh, you never know. Tinfoil hat. Oh, tinfoil hat is what I call oh, it. Could you imagine? Okay. So. Could you imagine? if? He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically, it's, yeah. Into the nitty gritty, there's did, I don't know. Do you know how many regions? I know there's a bunch of new regions, like four. I, it was funny because they're like new areas, f- at least four or something. But I definitely saw what three or four. I thought, but there might be more. You know, f- three or four wouldn't be uh, unheard of for an expansion. Mm-hmm. But I would assume closer to five or six. There's, uh, I think there's a new starting area too. Uh, probably be 
well, I mean, there's probably a new starting area because of what they're doing with the level crunch. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how it's related. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere it's a new starting area. Uh, I know like, then... the Death Knights are supposed to get like a refresh because oh, okay. the Death Knights are supposed to get allied races to be able to be Death Knights now and stuff like that. Mm. So that goes back to my thought that Bolvar Four Dragon, who is the Lich King that of whose helmet she rips apart, is actually the one leading us into the Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. And so that he is preparing people as Death Knights now to go to that spot. Nice. Not that everybody's just going to, like, your monk's not going to become a death knight, but I mean, like, yeah, the allied races that now exist in the game, the other ten or so that they added, are now also able to become death knights, I believe. Uh, if I'm the, wrong, sue me. I don't know, man. Like, there's so much to go through. There really is. And the other part of it was, um, well, I'm sure there was a ton more that you may know, but the big one that stuck out to me was the level squish. Um, level squish, 1 to 10, 10 to 50, and then 50 to 60. Yeah. So 1 to 10 is your new new player area or new player level range. Uh, they do mention something about you being able to go in and uh, they're using it to kind of like familiarize, familiarize you with the game. You would do a mini like dungeon instance type thing during those 10 levels to get you in the understanding of what those are 10 to 50. You can level up somewhere. I don't know if it's, I don't remember if it's just like whatever current state things are in, or you can choose, you talk to Chromie and you can choose any expansion uh, that exists beforehand to go from 10 to 50 in, or to choose to level up in. And then 50 to 60 is going to be Shadowlands time. So we're seeing a 70 level crunch for everybody, which will be interesting. When Normally you say they, 70 level, what do you mean? Cap is 120 right now. Holy fuck. It's that high? Yeah, yeah. We're 120s right now. So they're knocking us all. Right. They're going to have to knock us all down to 50. That's expansion I think For some reason, I didn't realize it was that high. Yeah. Because we were 60, then we were 70. Then we were 80. Then we were 85. Then we were 90. Then we were 100. Then we were 115. And now we're 120. It's insane. Insane. In the membrane. In the membrane. Crazy insane. Got so membrane. that's the... Um, 100 then 120. 100 Any... then 120? 110 then 120. Sorry. Anything else on Shadowlands you want to talk about? Uh, so the, that's happening... Uh, I, Todd's going to be so angry that I'm not saying more because he's giving me more fun. Um, but... There's, they're unpruning is the word he used. Uh, some of the classes, so they're putting spells back in that they took out. Um, you know, it honestly, seems like a general reset almost of like. Well, it seems a lot like they, uh, that they realized, hey, we made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. We need to fix this now, and so they started going. Not that they need to fix it now, because here's the, here's the other problem I have with this whole thing. And it's not even so much a problem. It's just like a, I want to – Todd's super hype, because the more he keeps reading, he gets hyper and hyper. Is that a word? My my, my my I don't know how – word of caution, I guess, is on paper all this sounds really good, but taking into consideration the current state of Blizzard, it worries me a bit. Right. So there's wording for that. But the part that worries me is we're all looking at it after getting burned during BFA. Yeah. So almost is it is it that it, we're looking at it going, this is going to be good? Or are we looking at it going, 
This is better anything, than what we have. Anything but BFA. Yeah. Now, a lot of it is for me anything but BFA. I just, I just, I can't, I don't enjoy playing the class in there. It's just not as fun to me anymore. Yeah. So, uh, level squish. Uh, no more artifact, artifact power grind, which makes sense. That's a BFA thing. Makes sense that's gone. There's going to be new legendaries that aren't supposed to be as RNG. That's fine. Good stuff again. Professions are supposed to matter now for end game gear and less uh, RNG on secondary stats. Also a good thing because they kind of stopped mattering for a while. Uh, weekly chest changes for other stuff. So that's all you know. good news. Uh, Todd, I'm only reading through your notes that you took from another video. They say they're focusing on class over spec, you know, which is, you know, good. You want the class overall to feel good, not just one way to one specific spec to play it. Leveling zones are going to be narrative on your main. So you have to go through in a certain way, like go through zones in order from 50 to 60. But once you're there on your alts, do whatever you want. Interesting. So, pretty good. Uh, the image, this is the image I initially saw when I was thinking of it. And the thought is that the Menethil's spirits are the ones, the crown looks roughly the same mm-hmm. of the uh, being that Sylvanas is, in theory, being controlled by. Or is an agent for. Mm-hmm. Influenced by, we'll yeah. say. Yeah, he's an influencer. <laughs> They're all evil. <laughs> the men- the Menethils are the evil influencers of the afterlife. Welcome, welcome to my TED Talk. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. I'm sure we'll cover it in d- more detail as, as uh, things are revealed. Yeah, the closer it gets, uh, we might not hear about it for a few months, and then... The week, the month leading up to it, when I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, here we go, yay!" And I there's been no it. release windows or anything like that on any of this stuff, right? Uh, I don't. They say next year. I think there was. I there definitely was a release window on Wow. I think it was fall again, or like the <clears throat> August September. Diablo Four is the one I'm curious about. I don't. I don't know if I saw anything about that. I mean, okay, it's probably look upable, but I'm not that concerned. Yeah. We'll worry about it later. I have enough to play it right now. Let's talk some trailers, Matt. Yeah. Let's talk about that Death Stranding trailer. Thoughts? I am still in the same place I've been, which is, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I might be more confused now. Yeah. Actually, that's probably true. The game looks gorgeous. That Decima engine, top notch, apparently. Uh, I guess it'll be a ride. Reviews are not uh, not going hot, I think. I, I, have, think it's, I think it's been a pretty mixed bag. A lot of people that are just... I've seen some people that... I don't necessarily know if I agree with them or anything like on other games, but have been like, it's actually kind of really slow. And I'm like, ah, I just... It's like a, he's like, I got through like 10 hours of it. And I was just like, I... Duh. I was like, oh, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. So we'll I see. mean, that's kind of... I don't know. Like, I can't... I mean, Metal Gear Solid Five. I feel like that didn't reviews on that initially weren't like spectacular. Maybe I don't remember a ton about that one. I kind of remember it being it, like a thing that people started to appreciate it the more later they played it. In. Yeah. So we'll see. 
The Witcher Netflix series got its another trailer. Thoughts on that one? Um, it, so we were talking about it earlier. Obviously, I, I kind of I'm intrigued by it. Like it looks good. Um, Henry Cavill in it isn't as offensive as he seemed in the previous ones, as far as like how I he looks and talks. Still, wish he just stuff. had a beard. Yeah. Um, not a big one. Just a, just give give the man some facial fuzz. There was a conversation interview at some point where the showrunner mentioned that the show is actually going to uh, take place from the perspective of the two ladies there, Yennefer and Siri. Is it Siri? Um, which is interesting. Uh, but they she also specifically was like, uh, you know, Gerald or. Will be in there. Geralt. Geralt. Whatever the fuck his name Listen, is. Listen, if you're going to tell me Jorgensen, I'm going to tell you Geralt. That's fair. All right. That's why we're here to help each other with name pronunciations. Yeah, that's why we're here. Um, Not because we have no other friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, he's going to be in it plenty, is what, what they said. So. Yep. Uh, the the telling of it from their perspective scares me a little bit, but not not like a ton. It It's just going to be different. I think yeah. potentially. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's not going to be that different. Maybe it is them telling the story, but you're constantly over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, it it could just be that part where they're like, it's not all Geralt. They also there's clearly these other two players, so we're going to see a lot of them too. Yeah, which doesn't mean it's necessarily being told through their lens. Mm-hmm. I think it could be cool if they if they present it in the right way. Like if. It would add an air of mystery, I think, to to, to the uh, Geralt character. You know, like that could it be could, could I be mean, fun. Kind of mysterious as it is. Yeah, I just hope it's good. Yeah, we'll find out. I just hope it doesn't. December twentieth. Just don't suck. It's just all. That's what I'm rooting for right now. Speaking of not sucking, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order has not its launch trailer. <laughs> Speaking of not sucking, hoping the game doesn't. But holy shit, am I annoyed at that trailer. I'm only annoyed because their entire message since this whole thing came out was, it's after the Order 66, the Jedi are gone, and all this stuff's going on. And we're just, you look like this lowly dock salvage hand that's moving stuff around. Oh, what's that? You're the Force? You're a Jedi? They know who you are? You... I'll regret the past. You probably should have done something during Order 66. Oh, my God. What? It's every other Star Wars story? Oh, shocker. Yeah, I'm going to be thoroughly annoyed if it is as cliche as the trailer makes it out to be. Yes. I I'm not agree. saying you got to set the world on fire with your story. I'm saying let's not play the same fucking storyline in every game. Yeah. It's the... It's the problem that star wars has yeah they can't seem to like they just get away to tell certain stories they can't get away from that whole like jedi always do the right thing mentality like even if they are always doing the right thing let me just murder them in cold blood yeah the empire did nothing wrong give me a different look at something at least oh what if we gave you all right he's a sith apprentice but but he wants he to gets, break away from his He past. gets redeemed. Yeah, he gets redeemed. He wants to break away from his past. No! No! <laughs> what if I become everything I'm supposed to and I rule the world with an iron fist? Exactly. Then you can set up the redemption arc at least in the second story, but come on! 
It's just as long as it doesn't do it as fast as Battlefront Two did. That's what like I. That's the horror story in my mind. Is like it's going to be a repeat of of Battlefront Two. And Battlefront Two did it so fast. Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, oh. we have four missions in, I think, and then she's like, "What? The Empire's bad. I clearly support the Alliance," and then she's gone. Yeah, I'm like, wait, <laughs> I no, nope, nope, I can't, I can't even, bro, bro, I can't <clears throat> even. But speaking of Star Wars, The Mandalorian got its launch trailer. Looking fucking spectacular. Looking good. Looking real good. Let me play that game. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, oh yeah, it was canceled. Oh. <laughs> One of the 18,000 projects canceled. Uh, Thanks, I can't believe they canceled that still. They fucking showed it at E3. People went nuts for it. And they're like, you know what, guys? Fuck that game. What if you guys walked out in a desert? And then that's the only thing you ever saw. What um, if thirteen thirteen existed? What if? Anyway, I'm kind of yeah. I, I'm thrilled. Uh, I really like that dude, the uh, Warner Herzog. Um, I don't know any of his like legitimate works that he does because he's a filmmaker and he's pretty well regarded. Are you saying this isn't legitimate? No, I'm saying like he does like. Films that people are like, these are like some of the best films ever created. Yeah, they're Warner Herzog films. That category exists. Yeah. So, I really like his voice. Mm, And his menacing, like, atmosphere he has. Um, I just, I'm looking forward to it. Um, It's it's, uh, the only hope, as Leia would say, that I have for Star Wars at the moment. Mandalorian, you're my only hope. Yeah. Uh... Because everything else ain't looking good. It, it ain't looking good. I got this episode 9 thing where I'm still alive, apparently. There was a thing that I read that could very well have been clickbait that uh, Daisy Ridley mentioned that Ray and Kylo were going to have a relationship. I'd have a relationship with one of them. Yeah, Kylo. Definitely. For sure. After that weird, <laughs> that weird pants scene. Yeah. The high waisted, not even high waisted. They were high chested. Yeah, he was like up here with those pants. Oh, poor Adam Driver. Poor Adam Driver. Listen, you're talking to the star of that movie with Channing Tatum and Daniel Craig. Oh, um, the brothers. What the fuck is that called? You respect <laughs> where he has Adam Driver. <laughs> he has that. He's, fucking... got, the, he's got the uh, fake arm. Well, he doesn't have an arm. I guess yeah. I should say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, Mandalorian. Looking forward to that. Whatever racing movie that is. Fallen Order. I'm gonna play it. I don't know. Fallen Order. I'm gonna play it. We'll see. We'll see if I finish it. That I think that's more to the telling case. I'm gonna play it. We'll see if I finish it. That's basically how I feel about Need for Speed too. Or if we're talking EA Origin games. Oh yeah, I forgot I'm like, about that. I'm gonna play it. Let's see. Let's see which one I make it further in. Star Wars or Need for Speed? Because I'm not should we, really. Should we try doing that one together? <laughs> Need for Speed. <laughs> Uh, that one's wonky you, enough where I think we both might suck at it. I'll tell you what, if it happens like it did last time, you'll win because I'll quit faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That was the one. They had shitty servers, right? The last one. That was the crew. The crew had really shitty yeah, servers. crew one had shitty servers. Crew crew was the one that kept getting disconnected. Right? No, the last one, though, was just 
it was the crew all over again. Ooh, get this car part. Ooh, get this car part. Ooh, get that. I'm just like, yeah. that's not how cars work. Anyway, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Think we're good? Good. Gucci. All right. We'll see you guys in seven, maybe six. Who knows when we're doing this podcast anymore days. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.